calling all high performers, goal getters, and anyone aiming to be the most empowered versions of themselves. Welcome to the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton. I'm so glad you're here. This is a place for you to learn, to be encouraged, and to grow through whatever life throws your way from a place of power. Here, we cover the hard truths, share tips, tricks, and tools on all things habits, wellness, consistency, and of course, mindset. Are you excited yet? Me too. Let's jump in. What is up, my friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton, and today we are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics in the world, which I could talk about all day, every day, which is habits, the importance of them, why you need them, all the things. But today specifically, I'm actually just going to teach you a quick, simple, easy trick to remember to help you get your habits in motion to stop the ones that you want to stop, to build the ones that you want to build, to get consistent in the things that you need to get consistent in because that is what habit is and all of the above. So here is the tip and then we're going to dive in. The tip is this. If you are going to do anything when regards to building a habit and if you're breaking a habit, just know that you're actually building a new one in its place. So this is relevant for you too. You want to make the new habit, whatever it is that you're choosing to do, easy, obvious, attractive, and sustainable. That is what you need to remember. Just that rule of thumb, easy, obvious, attractive, sustainable. So what do I mean by all of this? So by easy, I mean it's something that's really easy to do. If you're someone who has never run a mile in their life, it is pretty much guaranteed that you are not going to be able to just run a mile consistently right out of the gate, right? You might want to start with a walk around the block and just get in the habit of getting your body into motion, and then you can start building off of that. Maybe you want to start working out, but you've never lifted weights before, so instead of going and trying to deadlift your own weight, maybe you pick up the 10-pound dumbbells and do a couple curls, right? Like We don't want to go so far in so intensely, so quickly, and overcomplicate it or overchallenge ourselves and essentially set ourselves up for failure. Because that is the number one thing that messes people up when it comes to their consistency, that messes people up when it comes to starting a new habit or starting a new thing, is they expect that they're just going to show up at top caliber right out of the gate with no training, with no, you know, maybe some prior information, but no actual practice, and expect that that's just gonna be a natural part in their life. It does not work that way. You have to start with something that's really easy to do so that your brain just gets used to the idea of, hey, this is gonna be something that we're gonna be doing now. So after you've kind of, you, you dumb it down a little bit, say say you wanna run a mile, so we're gonna not dumb it down, we're gonna dial it down a little bit and go, I'm gonna start with walking around the block. And then once I get comfortable with that, then I'm gonna start you know, doing a little bit more, start doing a little bit more. Now, when you're in this process and you're trying to build your habit, you're trying to build consistency and you're like, okay, I have this easy thing, but how do I make sure that I actually get it done? Because sometimes out of sight, out of mind, sometimes if it's a brand new habit, you're not going to just remember to do it because you haven't been doing it. So the next thing to do is make it obvious. Okay. Make it something that you absolutely can't miss. Okay. Like, for example, I had this goal um, a few years back that I wanted to start building a morning routine for myself. And I wanted to start with reading because I used to read all the time as a kid, but I just got out of it. Like I would literally was the kid that would sit in their room and read 
for hours straight, multiple books a day if I had the opportunity during summer. Um, I was a very outdoorsy kid too, don't get me wrong, but I loved to read and I loved stories. And I want, I'd gotten out of this habit. And so for years and years and years, I didn't read unless it was for college or unless it was for school or work or something like that. And so I decided I wanted to get back into it, but I kept missing it because I was putting the book away in the bookshelf or in the, in, in the drawer every day or every time I would get done with my book. And so I was just forgetting about it because it's not something that I do all the time. It wasn't something that I was used to doing anymore. So instead of putting it in the drawer, I was like, okay, let me put it somewhere that I absolutely can't miss it. Somewhere where when I come out of the out of my bed every morning and I decide I'm going to sit down and have my coffee, my book is already there and that's just, it is what it is. So I put my book on the coffee table next to my, where next to where I sit every morning and I made sure that my book was there and I can't miss it. And every day I would pick up my book and I would make it easy by only doing five to 10 pages a day because I wasn't reading a lot at the time. And then I made it obvious by putting it somewhere that I could not miss it. If you're thinking about running or exercise, put your clothes out right next to the door. Put your walking shoes right next to the door. Make it so that you cannot miss that area, that that thing. That's what I had to do with my book. Made it a super cake. Now it's still there, but I know that if I'm going to read, I know where I need to find my book. So now that we have made it easy, now that we have made it obvious, it's time to make it attractive. So attractive is not like, oh my God, you're so cute. No, that's not what I'm thinking. A little bit, but not really. (laughs) What I mean is this, make it something that you genuinely enjoy doing. That is a positive experience. I don't read books that I hate. I don't do workouts that I hate. I don't wear clothes that I hate. I don't eat food that I hate. So why would I make something that I'm trying to build into my life, something that I don't enjoy doing? All the time. The, the, honestly, the number one thing with weight loss that I really hate, it's like the biggest pet peeve of mine, is that people think that in order to lose weight, you have to do running. Like you have to be a runner. Do you run your miles? Do you do your, do your running? Like no, okay? First off, no, I hate running. If you're, if you hate running too, you are my tribe. I am not a runner. If it were up to me, we wouldn't do it. It's just not a thing. Okay. I hate running. So why would I convince myself that running is the only possible way for me to build the habit of getting in shape, of working on myself, of exercising? That just doesn't make any sense. It's not, it does not make any sense. It's not attractive to me. It does not sound like an enjoyable experience to me, but you know what does? Hiking. Hiking is beautiful to me. I love the satisfaction of working hard and climbing up mountains and getting, working my legs and getting up hills to get to the beautiful hillside, to get up, to see the view at the top and to know that I did that shit. I'm sure that people get that runner's high. I do not doubt that that exists, but for me, I get a hiker's high. I get up to that top and I see the view and I go, I did that. I did this and it's beautiful. And I started lifting weights because I loved how I felt when I proved to myself that I was stronger than I thought I was. When I could do one more set or when I could do a little bit higher of a weight. 
I loved how I felt about it. So it was attractive to me. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy lifting weights. I know that's not sustainable for everybody and not, not everybody likes it, but I do. And so if you're trying to build a habit for your life, what do you like doing? Because it doesn't matter what Sally down the street thinks. It doesn't matter what your boyfriend thinks. It doesn't matter what your girlfriend thinks. It doesn't matter what your mom thinks. You know yourself. You know your body. You know your way that you want to live your life and the things that matter to you and the goals that you have. And if your habits aren't aligning with your goals and then you're doing things that aren't easy, aren't obvious, aren't attractive, it's going to be really hard for you to build these habits, right? So try and find something that you genuinely enjoy doing that brings a feeling of positivity to you when you do it or a sense of pride, a sense of confidence in yourself that like, I did that shit. And then now that you have like have it, you have it easy, you have it obvious, you have it attractive, the one big final piece, which you've, if you've picked up on everything else, then you're going to kind of already understand it is the sustainability aspect of it. Okay. I can't tell you how frustrating it is to me to watch people continually set up and set themselves up for failure by setting up this goal for themselves and these habits for themselves that they want to build that have absolutely nothing to do with what actually works in their life. Like they are someone who works, they're like, maybe there's someone who's like a CFO, works 10 hours a day and has now decided that they also want to get in three hours of family time, a two hour workout, um, and like you become a personal chef at the same time. Like it's not sustainable. You cannot, you just can't do that. And it is more than frustrating to see people continually set themselves up for failure and break trust within themselves by setting up these giant goals for themselves and these giant things that they want to build into their life, but then not actually setting themselves up for success by making it something that's, I have to go balls to the wall 100%, not this is actually something I can fit into my life right now and I can build upon it. Like, like I say it to my clients all the time and I'll say it here. Have you ever sat down with a little baby and they're like one years old and they have all those the little handles with the shapes and you have to try and match the shapes with the little with the shape that the baby's holding and you watch this this baby just try and shove a square into the circle and they don't know they don't get that it's just not going to work they're just continually shoving and shoving and shoving and shoving and they're like trying to piece it in and push it and form it and maybe they get it kind of right but it's not going to stay there it's not actually going to work because there's gaps, there's cracks. You had to force it there. It's just going to pop right back out and it won't work. So why are you trying to force a circle into a square within your own habits or within your own goals and your own life when you know that it's not going to work because it's just like watching a baby try to fit a circle into a square. Ask yourself what areas of my life when it comes to the habits or the things that I'm trying to do in my life, the goals, are they easy, obvious, attractive, but am I trying to force something that I'm not actually, if I'm being quite honest with myself, at the capacity to do right now? There's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that unless you decide to shame yourself for it, but the shame of not doing things perfectly comes from that. So if you are aware of the fact that you might be kind of overestimating yourself here and that maybe you just need to start smaller, You've probably broken trust within yourself that you can do things or that you can, you know, eventually hit that caliber because you haven't been able to yet. 
But if you've been aiming, you know, so high and not getting there, you have to be willing to take a step back and go, how can I uncomplicate this? How can I simplify this down? How can I fit this into my life? How can I make it easy, obvious, attractive so that I can create this into my life? Because the big thing that we need to remember here is that 45 to 90% of human behavior on average, 45 to 90% is habitual behavior. Okay, so if you're not paying attention or you're not aware of the habits, whether they're good, bad, ugly, great in your life, then it does. It makes sense why you feel frazzled. It makes sense why you're not getting the results. It makes sense why you're struggling with consistency because you've broken trust with yourself so many times that you need to rebuild it by showing yourself you can actually do the things that you're saying you want to do by building it back up slowly over time, making it easy, obvious, attractive, easy, obvious, attractive, sustainable, easy, obvious, attractive, sustainable, right? And then you can start tapping in and refining and updating your habits the more that you build awareness around A, the habits that you already have, B, seeing the things that you wanna bring into your life, simplifying them and putting them into a place that allows you to build them naturally into your life. Now, if you pay attention to like the CEOs, the David Goggins, the Gary Vee, the Rob Dial, the Mel Robbins, whoever it is that you want to like your mogul of choice, right? Your business owner of choice. All of them have thriving morning routines, routines, structure, habits that they do not stray from because the structure of habits, of good habits, repetitive over time. If you have, can create good habits that you can repeat over and over and over again, A, not only can you transfer it into other areas of your life, but you will be so much more successful because compounding success, habitual success compounds on itself and creates more and more and more. So if you see a really successful person, know that they have really successful habits. And if you start to pay attention, well, what are the habits that this successful person has that are getting them the results that I'm not getting right now? And you start looking at their habits and their routines and you can start to mimic or bring things into your own life so that you can go out and start building the compounding success, the compounding success habits for yourself and build that into your own life. One habit that I had to take on, this was something I resisted for years and years and years in my personal development, but I really recently started it in January and have now built this into almost a daily habit, is I take cold showers. I used to not take a cold shower. For the first 28 and a half years of my life, I never took a cold shower. But in January 1st, I decided that I was going to build this habit for a few reasons. One, every successful person that I know has either does them consistently or does them on a regular basis or has done them before. They have explained the discipline. They understand what it means to stand under cold water and to prove to your brain over and over and over again that I'm better than this. I have more discipline than this. I do things that other people won't do. I go harder. And that is a habit that if you build a habit in one way, you can build a habit in another way. I'm showing myself by taking a cold shower every day and withstanding that discomfort, withstanding the resistance that I feel in my brain, that when I go to take a chance in my business, the resistance that I will feel, the discipline that I'll need will be there. Like I will be there, but I will be able to push through the resistance using the discipline that I have, pushing through that discomfort from taking cold showers and use it in this area of my life where my business is concerned, where my relationships are concerned, where my family or whatever it is is concerned. I can then transfer 
the discipline that I've created and the willingness to withstand discomfort from taking cold showers into other areas of my life. And really successful people have a lot of those types of habits and they make success habitual. So if you want to make success habitual, you need to get into the act of repeating these things over and over and over, whether they're good or bad. I know for me that when I didn't have awareness of my habits, I felt overwhelmed all the time. I didn't know what I was doing. I woke up and just reacted to the day. Everything was a fire being that I needed to put out and I just had no time for myself and I had no awareness of the habits around like my time, around how I spent it until I really started to pay attention and realize like, oh damn, I spend so much time on social media. Oh damn, I spend so much time like cleaning the house when I could be using that awake time to like build my business. Maybe I should realign my schedule or man, I'm giving away my time to all of my friends and all of my family and I'm one, I keep wondering why I don't have time for myself or why I don't have time to get the things done that I want to get done and it's because realistically, if I have an honest look at my time, I'm not spending it well. And I had to get real clear with myself, not shame myself, but be like, okay, we need to build awareness around our time so that we can start to build the habits, to start incorporating some of that structure that those successful people have that I want to have in my own world, right? So I started time blocking. I started paying attention to the way that other people were time blocking. I started to create to-do lists not only for work, but for myself so that I'd remember the things that were bouncing around in my head. Um, I started habit tracking so that I could really pay attention and see, am I actually showing up the way that I say I am for my habits, for my goals? Because habits don't just get built by us deciding we're just going to randomly remember how often we do it. We have to know that we're actually putting in the work on a consistent basis and sometimes our brain lies to us. So having a habit tracker, having a calendar that you can clearly see how you're doing really allows you not to have a case of the I deserve it's of, oh, I've been doing great when you don't know if you actually have been or the opposite of that of I've been doing so shitty when in reality, the results are showing different. If you have something that gives you the data, then you can pay more attention and start getting the results that you want, start building those habits. But the number one thing, like I said, is to make it easy obvious, attractive, and sustainable. That is all I've got for you today. You know I can go in on habits, but I'm going to leave you with those four little words, easy, obvious, attractive, sustainable. Remember how important these habits are to building success into your life, to building confidence, and to building the insane results that you want in your life. And go out and fucking crush it because you deserve to. I know you can do it and your habits will be there for you when you're ready to go after them. I will see you next week. I hope that you have an amazing, amazing weekend. Go kill your habits. I'll see you next week. Hey, everybody, real quick. If you love this episode, if you got value out of this episode, please share it with someone that you know and love so that they can get some value out of this too. And if you have any suggestions on podcast topics, on things that you're struggling with, things that you want more info on, or to learn more about any of the topics that I already talk about, please do me a favor, head over to Instagram, and type in at Nikki Morton with two N's at the end, N-I-K-K-I-M-O-R-T-O-N-N, DM me and tell me what it is that you want to learn about so that I can start tailoring my episodes, get you the information that you want, that you need, and that you can get some value out of. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. I hope that you have an amazing week.